0: good Good morning morning, good evening evening. oh i know what that is (laughs) been working on the voice mod uh good morning good evening good afternoon wherever you are (laughs) sorry i'm just laughing at that that was very funny to me anyway good morning good evening good afternoon wherever you are in the world i'm sam i am welcome to the life but live stream okay i was gonna save you know there's some trucker stuff that's been happening a lot a whole lot and I was going to save some of it and kind of cover some of the footage and things that I've seen, police interactions and so forth with uh, some of the folks that are at one of the border checkpoints that they're blocking the uh, the border and shutting that down. But uh, something happened tonight with this whole GoFundMe thing and the police chief coming out and making these inflammatory comments. Um, okay, yeah, I was just checking in with chat, making sure we're good. With these inflammatory comments, basically labeling them terrorists, and then GoFundMe coming in and seizing their money. Now I, you know, when that was announced at like, and it was six million. I'm like, I can't believe they haven't shut this down yet, right? And now they have, and what are they saying? They're saying that, um, well, it's it's an occupation, right? It's an occupation, and therefore it's illegal, and we can't support that. So we're just going to go ahead keep this money and we'll just donate it to uh worthwhile charities which is going to be like Planned Parenthood black lives matter and uh, the ACLU or something ridiculous like that so it's getting really interesting right because they're having to like pull out all the stops to try and shut this down because it is incredibly effective I mean I see I saw a compilation today of Trudeau's speech where he's calling them out for being terrorists and so forth, along with, you know, people giving hugs and, and dancing in the streets and, uh, you know, all of these things. So there's this very, um, I think, important and noteworthy breakdown happening in the process of all this where the mainstream media has is rapidly losing their power, their credibility, their... Um, value in that they used to be able to program the people what to think right they've done that but thanks to you know podcasters and independent media and rogan and other people calling these um, their game plan out because they use it again and again it's like oh well let's call them racists let's uh let's pick out one individual and there's some really great news about one of these people so We're going to, we're going to go over this. These are two of the organizers of the truckers. um, I don't know if it's rally or protest or what, but a rally or convoy. One guy on the left in the light blue shirt is the uh, police liaison. The other guy in the green is former RCMP. He resigned because he wouldn't take the jab and he's been working with adopt a trucker. So, you know, they're so hated down there that they have all of these, natives in the city offering up their apartment so the trucker can you know they adopt a trucker he comes over once a day gets a shower they uh, are giving him hot meals and so forth so that he's not uh, you know stuck in the cab and it has like a nice place to take a shower and get cleaned up and so forth um so all of that stuff is going on while they're out there trying to paint the narrative of it's violent they're starting fights and of course a lot of the things are uh, you know the truckers are calling the police in to handle somebody that's being inappropriate, not them, but maybe one of the locals or one of the the wokies running around out there. Um, okay, let's hear what they've got to say. they he, maybe not the best spokesperson, but I'm sure he's also tired and had a long day, so I want you to listen..
1: My name is Tom Mareza. I'm the police liaison for the Freedom Convoy 2022.
0: Freedom Convoy, there we go.
1: The statements and actions by the chief of police has deliberately set the conditions for potential violence against the peaceful protesters of the Freedom 2022 convoy.
0: Now, this police chief threatened to arrest any officer who's giving them aid. I've seen some videos where people are walking around with cameras and they ask a cop who's in the area, how's it been? They're like, oh, y'all been great, it's all been peaceful, haven't had any problems. And meanwhile, the police chief is trying to label them terrorists.
1: Although the tax paying citizens of Ottawa call this their home, ordinary tax paying Canadians call this their nation capital.
0: He just he looks so nervous his hands flat on the table he's you know he, of course he's reading a prepared statement because of all that he's in a room with like four lawyers who have been hashing out what their statement's going to be and so forth so he's really kind of nervous but
1: you know the legacy media has intentionally misled the public into believing the freedom movement has been responsible for crime The OPS is fully aware. Many of their ongoing investigations were initiated as a result of the truckers reporting incidents that they have witnessed.
0: So not being called because of them, but being called by them to say, Hey, we're seeing something inappropriate going on. Can you guys come out here and deal with
1: it, please? This protest has been peaceful. We have been cooperating and will continue to cooperate with the OPS and PPS. Anyone exhibiting violence or aggressive behavior should be held individually accountable. The Freedom Convoy movement does not condone aggression or violence. Groups inciting violence are not affiliated with us in any way. Since my arrival, I have gone to great lengths to build rapport and a strong working relationship with local law enforcement to a large degree that has been successful.
0: Yeah, there somebody's commenting in the chat. Is it me or or is the guy with the green shirt scared or nervous? And it's like, yeah, he's when it, when it's his turn to speak, just he his body language explodes everywhere because he's super nervous about this, stressed, also I think excited, wants to get the message out, is happy to be here playing a role, kind of playing a part in this whole thing, and he's got something great that he wants to share. So There's so much going on in this, but it's,
1: yeah. (laughs) With the OPP and the PPS. However, the same cannot be said for the OPS, Ottawa Police Service leadership, that I have been speaking with. In my negotiations with them, they have chosen to take the posture of a hostage negotiation rather than working to a safe, peaceful...
0: A hostage negotiation. They're holding people at gunpoint here, folks. With their horns honk honk
1: and responsible relationship that may exist for months to come
0: the truth is they are scared shitless right now that this thing is gaining so much traction that it's spreading all over the world there is international pressure no doubt on true to come in and deal with this and end it of course we've got a letter from one of the tow truck companies that was called by the police hey We need you to come tow some of these 18 wheelers off, start hauling them out of here. And they're like, "Mm, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. We're not doing it. We support them and we're standing behind them. If they want to call us to come get their truck because it's broke down or something like that, or the company wants to call us, we'll come get them. But we're not coming for you, cops. I'm blown away that that's happened. That's right there, speaks volumes. And I think what we're seeing here is that any company or organization that wants to go against this is literally slitting their own throat. I mean, they, they are like, hit the self-destruct button. Watch what the fallout's gonna be from GoFundMe over this. Because they were supporting the chop. Remember, up in uh, Washington State, where they took over, created the Autonomous Zone, BLM, and then started beating up journalists, and there were shootings and shit going on in there. They supported GoFundMes for that. But these guys are terrorists, being invited into people's homes for showers and hot meals with their family. And they think that they can push this same narrative of, well, they're racist. Look at the, the guy with the Nazi flag who was probably paid by somebody in the government, in the establishment, to go and do that so that they could say, oh, see? And they're trying these same old, um, oh gosh, ADL, anti-defamation league. Those guys are such terrorists. Trying the same tactics they use to have one person uh, have everyone think that one person one individual represents the entire movement it's so ridiculous so so ridiculous and it's blowing up in their face and now they couldn't even get those trucks out of there if they unless they wanted to and to do that they're going to have to bring in the military and that might even backfire so they are in, deep shit right now the whole world is watching and it's starting to spread what do you want to bet there's a convoy tomorrow outside of gofundme's office blowing their horns all day i wouldn't be the least bit surprised to find that out even elon musk holy crap we'll bring up his tweet and so forth but let's get through this video
1: safety is a fundamental goal of all members of the convoy, the police, and the public.
0: And let me just say, if anybody on Twitter Spaces wants to jump in on this discussion, I've done very little prep for this. I just decided to do it 30 minutes ago. So if anybody wants to jump in and add to the discussion of kind of what we're talking through here, feel free to, and I'll keep an eye out for y'all. We have worked
1: tirelessly to maintain safe corridors for all forms of emergency vehicles in order to ensure there was no interruptions to emergency services.
0: So there's one of the complaints. They've handled that, worked with the police to say, okay, we'll create paths. We don't want cars going through here, but for emergency services, we'll we'll sort that out with you. And that's what they're doing.
1: We have agreed to keep specific roads wide open at the request of the Ottawa Police Services.
0: So that is a huge win for the police right they've they've gotten to designate some roads that no don't put any trucks here and they're going along with it right so this is a this is a very thoughtful um meaningful protest they're going about it the right way of course, doesn't matter what you do when you do civil disobedience. There's always some asshole that says, well, this is not the appropriate time or you're not doing it the appropriate way. It doesn't matter how careful you are. I know because I've done this, you know, we've held uh, 420 rallies, possessed weed in front of the police to let them arrest us. Not me, but other activists have in New Hampshire. Doesn't matter what we did go in and talk to the politicians for some stupid bill that they're trying to pass or should pass. And it doesn't matter what we say. It was always, well, that was not appropriate. They love to draw that card out and tell you how it's just not the right time. It's just not appropriate. Well, fuck you guys. It is past due time. And I think enough of the people have woken up from this whole scamdemic that they've, um, Conned us with and uh the consequences of this thing are severe enough and i'm not just talking job losses but people's friends and loved ones dying after taking this vaccine that uh people are waking up in mass in a way that i didn't think that we would see and this is this tip of the spear right here for for this moment anyway this is so important. And there are people, Richard Citizen Journalist, the guy that walked into the testing center, a lot of you guys saw that video, posted it to Twitter, and just trolled them masterfully. He went out on, he goes, travels around a lot. I was talking to people on the street in D.C. Had no idea what was going on in Ontario. So there are still people out there that have no idea something this profound that will affect the lives of our children. I was, talking to my daughter today she got to see some of these videos because it's that important for her to understand this is about you too this is about the life that you'll get to live Jezza. of course I couldn't say everything I wanted to because her mom's probably listening (laughs) anyway okay
1: these are the olive branches we have extended and in return we have received nothing but inflammatory accusations and misinformation perpetrated by the Ottawa police leadership. Yes. The convo.
0: And I'm going to show you the, just the most perfect example of how the police treat these people, view them, their mindset, their mentality. and, And it's just so revealing as to who they are and how they think and how they view you, subject.
1: Convoy has the word freedom in its title. The statement from earlier today by the Ottawa Chief of Police is an attempt to rebrand an entire worldwide movement as a criminal organization. We have also consistently been on the receiving end of much hostility from some citizens of Ottawa. But it pales in comparison to the love and the support and generosity as proven by our Adopt a Trucker program, where citizens of Ottawa have provided hot showers, warm beds, and home-cooked meals. We have done everything possible in order to maintain safety and peaceful demonstration in Ottawa. These efforts to rebrand this freedom movement into a criminal organization have failed, as Canadians and people from all over the world have sent the truckers to Ottawa to deliver a message of freedom. And they've used their hard-earned money, donations, support, and love to send us here. Yes. Millions of dollars in support have been delayed but they cannot diminish our resolve. We have secured an alternative platform, Give, Send, Go, where supporters can be assured their donations will be effectively dispersed to members of the convoy.
0: So this is a um, Christian-based uh, GoFundMe alternative. They want, you know, if you're doing good in the world, kind of thing. it's a real simple kind of mission statement of what they will support. Um. So what you can do now, if you donated to GoFundMe, request a withdrawal and uh, they, they'll process it and then you can donate it back over on um, the other, the, this, oh shoot, what was it? Something send go.
1: Maintain safety and as Canadians and people from all over the world, have sent the truckers to Ottawa to deliver a message.
0: So you have until the 19th to get a refund. Otherwise, money,
1: donations, support.
0: Give, send, go. Go. There you go. Thanks. Give, send, go.com. I think have until the 19th to withdraw it. And then you can send it over to give, send, go. Um, if you don't, then GoFundMe is going to take and donate it to a, charity they deem worthy you know like Planned Parenthood or Black Lives Matter or the ACLU which just tweeted something about uh, boys can be girls or something and girls deserve to compete in sports and actually destroy you know any females ability to win at a lot of sports it's so ridiculous
1: millions of dollars in support have been delayed but they cannot diminish our resolve we have secured an alternative platform give send go, there you go where supporters can be assured their donations will be effectively dispersed to members of the convoy we believe the earlier statements
0: and of course we've got to fix this guys we've got to fix this with crypto that is the future that takes and eliminates this kind of power. And this is another reason that they're so scared right now of all of this, because what's happening, we're finding ways to work around their system together and say, no, we're not going to go along with that anymore. And we're going to do it this way. And crypto represents such a way to just slice through their Achilles heel because it is government's power grows from their ability to control the currency. And when we take that out of their hands, got that Hayek quote that I, you know, on this screen, it's not up right now, but it's one of my favorites. He talks about it has to be some kind of surreptitious roundabout thing that comes out. And we've got to take that power away from them. It's how they leverage the corporations. It's how they leverage their wars and their drug dealing and all of these things. Their prisons, their prison complex that they've built. Millions upon millions of people in jail for victimless crimes. So, all right, Roy, I'll bring you in here. Uh, Go ahead and unmute and uh, let us know what's on your mind. or not roy are you gonna unmute oh he may be away okay we'll come back to him oh yeah i am hold on i just realized my bluetooth is not connected to the uh roadcaster so let me hold on hold on let me get it'll be coming through the board now there we go are you there
2: all right sam Oh, I'm sorry, Sam, I I've got a really bad connection. Okay. Okay, so I I really appreciate the fact that you're all over this in Canada. This is this is on un, un
3: It's important. I, I
2: don't have the words. Mm-hmm. Um this is this is a great thing that's happening in Canada and I and I see it's happening all over the world and I and I so appreciate everybody that's getting involved because this has to happen. Yes. So now the one thing I have to say is, so the, the the Saskatchewan Premier has stated that the only way out of this is with the global ID. He's basically laid it on the line, and so that's exactly what's going to happen with all these Commonwealth countries.
4: Yeah, well,
2: and the- and people the um people need to understand that this is this is the this is the, the the whole objective yes and it's not just about the covid mandates. it's not about the vaccine it's about the global id and their so, absolute well, control
0: it's about the vaccine passports which are the the infrastructure the framework upon which they can stick the global id and it's exactly. about training the masses to accept it, them in, in the first place
2: it's about the qr code and getting everybody mm-hmm. Into the matrix.
0: Yes. That's right. Anything and else it, you want to add?
2: Oh, I've got a lot of things, but I've got a of what's happening with the uh, with the Alberta border right now. I don't know if you're following that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that is, uh, um, well, you're not watching, but I've got a couple videos here. Is this the group that's that has the trucker lawyer dot that uh, Rebel News set up for
5: him?
2: Yeah, it's okay, and yeah, it's not gonna, just about Rebel News. Unfortunately, I believe that Rebel and this is my opinion only, but I believe Rebel News is corrupted. You think? And it's I it, it's, I, I believe so, Sam, because there's there's a lot of uh, ex Rebel people that have left because. Uh, I, I, I wish I had the, uh, the the links that I could give you right now, but from what okay. I'm seeing is, Rebel News seems to be. Um, I, I don't want to say um, opposite objective, you know, or, or involved with it, but there's a lot of things that are they're siphoned down to uh, what their opinion is, mm, and I don't okay. believe that they're portraying the exact information. So right. we've got a lot of fellows here in Canada here that are that are doing webcast from all over the country of showing and, and it's just not getting out to the public. And that's, that's what I think needs to happen. We need a proper platform where that can't be censored that, yeah. that this information needs to get out to.
0: And that you and you know, is,
2: is in such a horrible state right now, Sam.
0: Yeah. Well, and do you see like, that's why they're, I think that's why they're freaking out right now and trying to, do what you know play any card they can no matter how ridiculous and it just keeps getting more ridiculous as time goes on because blockchain and uh you know defi and all of these this new technology this new paradigm that comes out without a centralized third party intermediary threatens it all it threatens all of
2: Except, it it does there's a fellow that's on t- on uh, uh, telegram and i i wish i could give you the link but he's exactly that. He's like, listen, we'll take blockchain and we use it with our DeFi to our advantage as a public to, to have free transfer of funds. But mm-hmm. anybody that has to be involved with or chooses to be involved with um, delegation of, of our, our concerns, like to be part of the government has to be part of this blockchain. So they are held Accountable for everything they do, and I believe in that's that's the way I believe blockchain should be used to, to as our advantage, not theirs. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, anybody well, and, that, uh, see, that chooses they're trying to be to, in public office.
0: Hold on, they're trying to come in and um, I think almost co-opt it with these slow, antiquated blockchain blockchains. I'm talking about Bitcoin, oh, and exactly. Ethereum so that they can then uh, put the clamps down on the layer two providers and have the – it's just, you know, same – new new system, same owners kind of thing.
2: Exactly. same Second verse, same as the first. Mm-hmm. Right? So now with the ability with blockchain is if, if we can rise up as a group, as a foundation of people to utilize that blockchain, and say, listen, if you're going to choose to be – our elected officials, well then you need to be a part of this blockchain. That means you have to be socially and contractually visual and, and, and open to everything. That we there is no corruption, there is no possible buyouts. You know, if if if, if it's gonna be a true bipartisan thing, then anybody that chooses to to stand up and be a voice for us then they need to be a part of this and that way they are held accountable and it's it's the complete opposite of what they want it's but it's feasible i i wish i had a link to, to show you the fellow on telegram
0: well, it's okay. Uh, you, somebody can, you can get me to it on Twitter. Just tweet it to me and I'll take a look at uh, I will, it. I
2: will find that and I will forward that to you, Sam. Okay. Appreciate and it, sir. Sam, as, as, uh, I, I so appreciate it as a Canadian that you, are, that you are pushing for us and that you're involved in this and you're setting the word out. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. And, you know, you guys are fighting for all of us. So we certainly appreciate that. And I recognize it. I'm trying to get other people to recognize that. And, you know, I've, I've, I've sent out a message like get, you know, top up your gas tank and make sure you've got supplies and food and so forth, because this thing could spread very quickly and we might have to suffer a while. And if that's what it takes to get these normies to wake up and understand, holy shit, what the hell is happening here? That's what we need to do because nothing else is working. Nothing else has worked. And like, you're going to see in these. Uh, I teased these a little bit while Roy was talking in these interactions with these police, what they want, what they tell them to do. It's just, it's infuriating because I've been in these kind of discussions with cops, you know, at at civil disobedience rallies and so forth from my time as an activist in New Hampshire. So I I can't wait to break that down, but I do want to get through uh, these guys, their statement here
1: made by the Ottawa police leadership related to funding, supporting, enabling unlawful and harmful activity by protesters to be directed to outside groups that are regularly associated with violent behavior and destruction of public property and private property. This is not what our freedom movement stands for.
0: And of course, I don't doubt for a second that they paid some agitators to come in so that they could make these claims and try and paint these guys in a bad light as racist as uh property destroyers as getting in fights all the time and you know all this bullshit. no doubt i have no doubt that they did that
1: my question to the chief of police is this what better place in canada to exercise section two of your charter rights and freedoms including peaceful assembly freedom of expression and freedom of association than in the nation's capital yeah While I appreciate the chief of police being under enormous pressure from the mayor and council inexcusable we agree with him in his earlier statement that this is not an issue to be resolved by the police rather it is an issue to be resolved by the politicians when the Chief of Police in his statement said that the Freedom Convoy are extremely committed to resisting efforts to end the demonstration safely and that the situation is volatile and dangerous that is categorically and demonstrably false. The only thing causing volatility and danger in Ottawa The only thing causing volatility and danger in Ottawa are irresponsible public statements meant to put pressure on the Freedom Convoy. I would challenge anyone to provide examples of a more peaceful demonstration on this scale. You, sir, are on the wrong side of history.
0: Ouch. Now watch the guy in green. With that,
1: I'd like to turn (laughs) it over to Danny.
0: You see the big throat, My there? name is Danny Bolford. Ooh, he's freaking out.
3: I resigned from the RCMP over the mandates, and I am currently the liaison for the Adopt a Trucker Volunteer Coordination Center. Throughout this last week, I've been working closely with the police in efforts to maintain open lines of communication because. Police and public safety is paramount, and it always will be to me. I would like to inform you of two specific (laughs) examples.
0: I'm sorry, but the whole head thing he did after there about its safety and this and that is always paramount. He's got that was some internal conflict that was expressed through his body language right there.
3: Of deliberate false information published by Legacy Media. On Wednesday, February February 3rd, I forwarded information to the Ottawa Police Service, the RCMP, and the Parliamentary Protective Service about a male, local to Ottawa, who I know to be a security concern. I forwarded social media posts about fighting cops, being arrested at the protest area, claiming to be a terrorist, and carrying weapons further to the social media posts advised he further to his social media posts he advised not to go to the truckers convoy because it is evil and that's what evil people do
0: so here's a guy going around making these statements carrying a gun people are warning him about it the former RCMP officer told the police hey, guys, we got a problem here. Y'all should probably deal with it. What did they do? And
3: he was quoted at the bottom, you get what you deserve, prepare for the worst.
5: The That's various
3: police liaisons thanked me for sharing this information. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. The Thank you. next Thank you day for on February 4th, I was made aware of a CBC article that was published on the 1st about two people that had been arrested and charged that were associated to the Freedom Convoy. Despite no reports of such activity from any police liaisons during daily phone calls to discuss security policing concerns. The article in the CBC detailed that Andre J. Lacasse of Ottawa had been charged with carrying a weapon to a public meeting. Mr. Lacasse was the same person I had shared the intelligence with police about. The same person who told others not to attend the truck protest because they are evil people.
0: So they took the ones that The organizers said, hey, this guy's very concerning, what he's doing, what he's saying, arrested him and then turned it around and blamed it on the truckers who warned them about him. These are some real, that shows some real integrity, doesn't it, on behalf of the police?
3: The article also indicated another 29-year-old Ottawa man had been charged with mischief under $5,000 making it appear this man was also part of the convoy protest. However, it was reported to me that this was likely the same smashed building glass incident that had been reported to police by one of the truck drivers. And I would just like to note that the CBC article also mentions vandalism, which is true. Many trucks have been vandalized <laughs> and spray painted throughout the night to the point where truckers and security volunteers are working to establish a now. community watch style patrol. Not just-
0: so they're literally replacing the police who are down there but unable to do their fucking job, right? Because who can't help them? Police chief will prosecute us.
3: Just for the trucks, but for the neighborhood that they are parked in thank
0: you for your time. Thank you. So uh, if I- and then Rebel News uh, is the one who got this excellent.
1: If i may Lincoln J with Rebel News. Now, have you guys specifically seen the allegations made against you uh, regarding reports of violence and other unlawful activity? Have they communicated with you guys personally? In some of my conversations with the Ottawa police, uh, it kind of became a point of contention, whether or not, um, you know, the the interactions with the frontline police officers, um, from every indication that we have had or I've had talking with the truck drivers, dealing with the the um, frontline tr- front police on the streets has been outstanding. It's been incredibly positive. Um, it-
0: and that's what we saw in the videos too, right? Is there... um seeing cops drive by. How, how's it been? And, and they have great things to say.
1: It's been really, really quite cordial between,
0: but they're not the ones getting the marching orders from turdo Right? So it doesn't matter what they see. They're going to do what they're told because they're part of the machine.
1: All the truckers in the,
0: and they want that pension
1: frontline police that they're act- interacting with every single day. Now, have you uh, have you been consulted by GoFundMe, the government, the Ottawa Police? Has there been any sort of communication regarding the GoFundMe between the any more information on the money being seized at all? I think um, there is a there's um, the the lawyers that we're in touch with have been uh, in direct communications with GoFundMe.
0: So there was a video. Uh, a couple, I think that was, uh, in, I think in this room or in a, in a similar room at, at the hotel. And, um, they kind of panned around the room and there's a lawyer over here and a lawyer over there and a lawyer back over there. And they're all talking and writing things down and looking at things, trying to figure stuff out. So they're working on it. He's like, don't worry, we got this. So I don't know what they're planning to do, but we'll see.
1: Um, So I would, that's probably a better question for them to get involved with. I should stay out of that one. I guess you answer my following question.
0: So anyway, we'll go on from there. Okay. This is separate from Ottawa. This is one of the border uh, blockages where they're preventing the trucks from coming through the normal uh, highway, I guess, or border, whatever it is. And I mean ottawa they got they got it easy okay these these guys right here are out on this like uh plane where it's 20 below and high winds and no buildings around and no shelter and nobody out dancing in the streets and whatnot they had this one little bar that they're in and they're just parked out there in their trucks and there are farmers that came in tractors um I don't know what the hell they're doing. Maybe they brought a a camper or something along, but they're parked literally bumper to bumper. So they can't come in and like tow them out or, you know, it would be really difficult to tow them out. And they are, um, they're roughing it. They're roughing it. Okay. Before I do that, uh, super spreaders, why don't you unmute and, uh, say hi. Tell us what's on your mind.
4: Hey everyone. Hope you're having a good night.
0: Yeah, you sound Canadian.
4: I feel Canadian.
0: Okay. Wow. Well, what's on your mind?
4: <laughs> I just got back in from uh, filming the truckers. Okay. Great. Uh, Where I are live, I-, uh, I live six blocks away from Parliament on oh, Metcalf Street. Nice. And uh, it's interesting watching things evolve from my position, watching the reports of the invasion, the occupation. <laughs> the horrible <laughs> inconveniences that Ottawaans are being put under the oppression the nightmare after after a sunday afternoon i'm hearing an echo i don't know if somebody's got speakers or they, let's see if it goes okay um, test yeah and um after a sunday afternoon the the place cleaned up and and even then down to where i am 6 7 blocks south of parliament there's a single row of trucks going down the middle of three lanes in Metcalf. That's as bad as it got. And then uh, by Monday, the, the trucks were all way up, maybe uh, three blocks south of Parliament. So traffic, the, the, the Queensway, all of the, the residential streets in uh, Ottawa, completely clear. The truckers agreed to stop honking uh, outside business hours. Utterly okay. quiet. I, they're if doing I like under the streets. Go they're, ahead.
0: They're doing something where it's like every half hour for a few minutes or something. Now is what I saw in one video. Is that the case?
4: Not even. Not even. Okay. At, at night, you'll get these random bursts all the all the time, but distant. You know. Okay. Uh, they're, they're, when they arrived on Saturday, it was full it on was party constant. mode. I mean, yeah. it went down. <laughs> Yeah. And you go down Bank Street and you just be like walking along and you don't realize you're standing next to the rig with the world's most powerful <laughs> horn and it goes off. I mean, you jump. Yeah. So this brown node goes off and everybody jumps and, and there's plenty of residences down there. And, I, you know, of course, I can see how that can get aggravated. Sure. But it stops. You know, it stops and, and it stops out of concern for the people of Ottawa. And by Monday, I'd have to be told that something was happening to notice anything at all. Okay. Uh, perfectly normal uh, business down here, and everyone complaining about having to detour. It's a bunch of BS. They, it's been COVID for two years, so the uh, Ottawa streets are quite quiet. Um, yeah. really do you, you get any kind of backup down here. So I mean, it makes like no difference in anybody's life whatsoever, unless you're out looking for every little thing.
0: Now I'm, I've seen though, like some Google, some Google images of the traffic patterns and it looks like there are certain streets that are all red. Um, but you're saying that's definitely any problems. Yeah, You
4: you can get on the city website and they'll have a map and you can pick incidences and then it'll show you these exclamation marks and that's all within about three blocks of parliament, kind of uh, west, east and south of parliament. Where certain intersections have been blocked off intentionally, okay. but it's all been done intentionally to create a flow. Okay, yeah. so I mean, you, so there, maybe you had a, yeah. a, a route where you would go down. Now you got to take a couple turns, you know, but you're still okay. going to get there. It really, really doesn't impact people a whole hell of a lot. It sounds like um, those things
0: just really well thought out, and that these planners are genuine in what they're saying that they've been working to minimize the disruption, and and for the they police, certainly have it. For the police to the come police out and too. paint him this way is like so disingenuous, and and I think is that like infuriating the the Canadians up there in the city who are like, wait a minute, this is not what's happening. Why are they saying that thing?
4: Well, I characterize Ottawa's downtown population as considering Justin Trudeau as being too mm-hmm. conservative. Okay, right. So yep. there's not going to be any uprising in downtown Ottawa over what's happening. There. They're cheering. Yeah. This is like when I went to vote in the election, the, you know, 35 or so people line up outside the vote booth, all masks outside. So you, you could tell how the election was going to go just by counting masks of people standing outside. Right. Okay. In the summertime wearing masks. You know, so Ottawa's like that. So, but at the same time, um, by the way, it'll allow me to show, I've got a YouTube channel. Super sure. Spreaders is my YouTube channel with a boat. So everybody, if they're able to see what's going on, I've just gotten back and the clips are going up. The, the raw footage of my walk through Ottawa, what's exactly going on right now. Um, so if everybody wants to click on me, the, the YouTube link is right there in the thing. And like and subscribe okay. if you tell, like uh, it. And tell I go me out a, every day.
0: What's your, what's your channel name?
4: I uh, just click on uh, Super Spreaders. We we just started a couple months ago, so it's small. And if you search super spreaders on YouTube, guess what kind of videos you get?
0: Uh, I'm doing it right now, actually. (laughs) I can show everybody a bunch of mainstream garbage here. So I'm going to probably have to. uh, I mean, that's why, you know, I got kicked off of YouTube and it was like, and of course, there you are. Super spreaders is the account. And here are some of the videos. So you're going to be uploading some clips here that people can go and check out. That's interesting. Um,
4: yeah, good. Three or four clips uh, already up. It's just kind of lining up, and I'm putting them up raw, so it's like watching live footage, except it will be you know 15 minutes old or 40 minutes old.
0: Okay, excellent. Yeah, there was some, yeah. something else I was going to ask you, but it completely uh, escaped me here. Oh well. Okay. Uh, anything Still else come back? Anything else you want to bring up? Uh,
4: yeah, it's just so the theme of the night for me is. Um, to document the the great invasion, to document the horrible, evil occupation by the fascists. Um, And, yeah, like you say, you know, I mean, the the narrative, the anti-narrative here was just so ready to go. Um, I was up there on Friday when they were arriving, and uh, by the time I got home a a couple hours later, they already had the Nazi flag guy. They already had the Confederate flag truck. They already had. Um, later the evening was the, uh, the the poor girl who stood on the the unknown soldier for a second, uh, and then the next day was Terry Fox. So the twentyers of like, Good Hope on Friday. Yeah, Shepherds of Good Hope. they stealing from the homeless. Yeah, I um, that one.
0: what happened there? Do you yeah, know no, the I, details of that?
4: That is the most bizarre thing. If people want to go later and if you click on my on my Twitter here and then uh, you get to my profile and then you get a search icon up there and you can look for keywords. So if you look for Shepard in my account, you'll see I've done a really long uh, thread kind of taking it apart. Okay. The most bizarre story I've heard since the JFK assassination. Oh, great. So you've All got... Right.
0: I'm going to look well, into well, it. have
4: well, got... Well, you've got truckers that are coming in from all over. Shepherds of Good Hope isn't an army or something, but it's one single private institution, one location only in Ottawa. So you'd have to be local to know about it. So truckers are coming in from everywhere. Yeah, And so truckers decide that, what have they done? They've looked up homeless shelters that they're going to go and get Shitty food well, from you know what when I when thought, there are trucks coming in with food all the time.
0: Yeah, that doesn't and make going sense. To be so, assholes about it? No, I, I heard it. I heard the story, and I'm like, well, okay, maybe they went in there to make the point that hey, uh, we're going to be treated as the homeless because we're not accepting this uh, vaccine passport and and these shots and so forth. And, and like
4: that would be the strangest system to me it's, it's it's a complete and total psyop okay. and um the shepherds of good hope people are um total um liberal uh, uh, uh party uh, big wigs in town best buddies with Justin, the mayor best buddies that uh, trudeau has been out there a couple times um they've taken 14 million and pay out 10 million in salaries only 800,000 goes to programs for the homeless and that is, Ottawa's oh, a yeah. clean, nice city, but that if you have to pick somewhere where you don't go walk alone, it's that kind of uh, six blocks around It's A Good Hope. So so mm. that that truckers would come in and go, oh, this is a good place to stop and, and grab some food. It's gross. There are seriously crazy people yeah. hanging out there all the time. You walk by, they'll start yelling at you and harassing you and stuff because they're, they're, you know, they're homeless. It's kind mm-hmm. of bonkers. It's dirty. The whole area. Uh, since COVID started, smells. So the, none of that story makes any sense whatsoever. Okay. The only corroboration done on it is a single photo tweet from the Shepherds of Good Hope Instagram. No mm-hmm. news organization did any investigation whatsoever. And within minutes, the prime minister is talking about it. Okay. So the, the mayor is tweeting it out. It sounds like you know, the, so the
0: whole. Uh... Uh, ex-doctor or something that talked about the emergency being rooms being overflowed with people that have taken too much ivermectin horse paste. And
4: that yeah, great out to Rolling be a total Stone fabrication. Story. And if everyone's interesting, there's a guy named U Ottawa, like University of Ottawa, U Ottawa Scotty, uh, who has a YouTube channel and he uh, does a walk through Ottawa where he starts behind the Shepherds of Good Hope and tells you all about how he used to work there okay. uh, when he was in college um, and the official policy of the place, and it makes total sense, you never ask anyone why they're there or what they do or anything like that at all. Because it isn't just homeless people and, 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 stuff, and, and drug addicts. Um, There's broke college students, uh, businessmen who have gone bankrupt and living on the streets, all of a sudden. Like, like, so you don't ask anybody like, oh, hey, are you guys truckers? It's like the last thing that you're allowed to do. You're not allowed to ask people about what they are. So, so then that means that these yahoos would have to come in and go, hey, we're truckers. Give us your food, assholes, and then start a fight. Like, none yeah. of it makes sense. Okay. None of it makes sense, but no one has investigated. The media hasn't even printed another single report other than their initial blast. It's that done. they're all at done, once.
0: right? Like it, it, the, yeah. and, and, of course, all of this has really died away. Now that it's objective accomplished, we gave, we gave Trudeau the examples that he needed to call these people racists and terrorists and a fringe minority and disrespectful and everything everything else that he could muster up.
5: All and, within
4: about 18 hours, they mm-hmm. get one, two, three, four, five events that you can now, and Then no one ever follows up. No one tries to find out what actually happened and you don't even have to, reference anything anymore in the future. Now you can just move on to say the word racist. You can just yeah. move on to say stealing food from the homeless. Uh, you don't have to reference anything. You don't have to prove anything. It doesn't even matter if it gets totally disproved. So if someone does a fantastic article and and absolutely proves that this didn't happen, it doesn't matter. They'll, they'll never drop it. It'll be that they stole food from the homeless and their minds will never change. Yes, It's, it's actually genius. It's evil, but it's genius. i got to bow my head at least
0: I, you a know bit to i, it. I think something they are going
4: to have to watch out for
0: i think to some degree that narrative is dying though like that ability to mold people's uh, oh, thoughts sure. and perspectives by, by the mainstream media is what's being threatened uh the most and that's why you've got in you know biden's spending bill i think it was like 1.6 something billion for local news organizations because you know they're just going to need the extra help it's not that they're basically nationalizing you know, in a roundabout way, nationalizing the media. That's happening, I think, in New Zealand, where all these governments are now contributing to these fact-checking groups and so forth, which are really just uh, another roundabout way to create government censors so that they can shut down anybody who's criticizing them while promoting the agenda.
2: Yes,
4: yeah, so and we we've done three quarters of a billion, I believe, here in uh, Canada to uh, the giant news organizations that don't need it. Okay, three three quarters of a billion of dollars. So of course, you know, our side is always bringing that up. When yeah. It's funny that you notice that instantly. All these stories come out. Everybody's racist truckers and all this stuff exactly when they need it. Plus, Trudeau is tabling his bill for the second time. It didn't make it the first time in in his first run to censor to have government control over youtube over what right. gets shown on the internet access to the internet controlled basically chinese yeah this is it like control. this is the
0: this is the final level boss here right it, that we're going up yeah. against they this is for all the cards or the the whole pot i don't know what the right poker analogy is there but they are trying to voice this new paradigm of control and submission and domination over humanity. And, uh, I I think they're panicking because they're realizing there's too many of us that are not awake, that know what's going on and their control structures and paradigms are failing them. And it's gonna, it's going to get real interesting here over the next few years.
4: It is. They're not going to go lightly. So, yeah. We'll have to see how she goes. All right. I Super like, spreader. Uh,
0: I, yep. I, I thank you so much for the insights and uh I I I followed you, I've subscribed to you on YouTube, followed you on uh Twitter. I want to look at that thread about the homeless thing cuz Thanks so much. L-
4: Likewise. Likewise, I'm going through here with all the good people and giving follows and stuff. Thanks for letting mm-hmm. me speak.
0: Okay. Thank you sir. Right. Have a great night. I want to go back to the videos here and show you this interaction. I think we're, first we're going to start with um uh, let me do that screen. We're gonna start with the statement that they made to the police, which I think happened first, and then the police came in to talk to them. And so.
6: I heard there may be uh, reports of vigilante action even among ourselves. We condemn this. This is a peaceful protest. From the beginning, we have come here to, to get the attention of the authorities, to reason with them, and to have our demands met. There are extremes on all sides, we understand that, but once again, we condemn individual actions, of violence and intimidation. We've also, we don't, we're here for all Auburns, Canadians, we're here fighting for the freedoms, not us, but our kids, our grandkids, the future of this province, this country. This is not something that that, that is gonna last for a short time. This is something we, we feel is so important that we are prepared to put everything on the line. Um, there's been a press release, release that speaks to us walking away from the negotiating table. That is completely false. We have from the beginning said we want to negotiate. Yesterday, we were in negotiations with the RCMP. There was dialogue, there was good faith on our part. There was a similar action of good faith on their part to a certain degree. That is where the talk stalled. And this morning, we were served, in in their context of negotiation, we were served with nothing but enforcement. Enforcement that we have, through our own actions, been able to uh, repel without violence. We've we've, we've we've gone out. We've gone out there. We've stood their um, ground. That's we, what it we've, takes. We've held strong. But like I said before, we are open to talk. Terrorists. We
0: don't negotiate with terrorists, sir. <laughs> okay. Here's the cops coming in. How
7: long can you sleep? Yeah. All
0: right. Let me back it up though. State.
7: What do you do next?
5: How long can you stay?
7: We will
2: stay.
0: So for those of you listening, they're in this little restaurant bar thing. Looks like a pie cooler in the behind them. Um and there's two cops and I think the guy Standing also behind the bar, and there's a lady back there in the corner. I think he's their legal uh, lawyer that has showed up to help them uh, through this process and guide them as best they can. And then behind the bar, it's just full of truckers. And these are the guys out there, like on the tundra, 20 below zero wind blowing across their trucks at 40 miles an hour. Not a fun place to be at all there's nothing out there there's not a bunch of people there's like this place that will have them and that's really it um so these are uh, the the warriors in this battle i mean far more than the people even in ottawa i would say and so they're having this that was the cop talking and then you hear the truckers we could stay forever they're just like come on y'all why don't you just go home why don't y'all just pack up your stuff? You made your point,
3: and,
0: and you know, thank you for hey, thank you. Uh,
3: thank, you. Thank, thank you, thank you, thank you, for- We
0: appreciate it. Thank you for coming. Bye. Now open the road, so that we can go home and, and go back to our lives.
7: We can make this easy too yeah. for you guys, yeah. is by you guys working with us. Yeah. Like we're we're in this together. We all want the same thing. We want this stuff
5: done. No no all mandates. mandates they How have
7: to be finished. Ball? We're not here and, um, to cause issues. The minute we'll restrictions not. get taken down, okay. we'll leave. We're know. gone. We we'll get we'll that be. the message has been delivered, we but did. it hasn't yeah. helped. Like, everything's still the same. That's right. Nothing is this same. whole media the thing mystery, that we're he's just he's a little, he's little he's fringe he's minority, in. there is more and more happening, just so you guys know. Yeah,
6: you guys this might is not been.
7: a small fringe minority. Okay. Well, what's your name, sir? My name is George. George? Yes. I, I appreciate you bringing
5: that out and talking on behalf of the group. Right. It's, you know, you got to have somebody that's willing to speak up and talk.
0: And I've had these conversations. I even did a ride-along with uh, some of the cops, one of the cops.
5: I <laughs> get that. That's why I'm here today. It's to be the one on behalf of the RCMP that's speaking up and talking to you guys. Right. What we have been told to impart upon you is that today is the day that
0: what we've been told to impart upon you, we're here to deliver a message that if you do not heed, we will use violence against you to force you. That's what what he's trying to say in a very nice way.
5: We're opening the highway. And the reason that that's happening is because we've been instructed to do so by the people that are in charge of us. So when will you...
0: We're just doing our jobs here. Just following orders. I mean... They told us to open the highway. Y'all have made your point. Now you're becoming a problem. Now you're an inconvenience. You're making us look bad. And we want to look like we're in charge and we're in control over your lives. So y'all just need to pack your shit and go or we're about to get violent.
5: When you stand say, up for us, when you say like,
7: that, are you guys not tired? Like, do you not have families? Do you not right. have families that this affects? Yes. Like, this is the time where we all work together. We need you guys to make a choice as well today to stand with us to make and this. Say change. Enough. We have so much going on right now.
0: The whole we have watching.
7: so much support right now. You guys can decide to say, F you. To your superiors, and say we're not doing this anymore. It's happened in other sure. police forces. You know it has to. It, okay, you I'm you guys, stop there. That's not an option that we have. What do you, you do? do. Yes, you do. You you do.
0: Have- no, sir. I have a pension, and I work for the most powerful organization in the world. You want me to stand up to them? I'm not that brave. Next option.
7: Actually,
5: you have the option. option. Yeah.
1: We can, do it. can do it. You can do, right do, do it.
2: Do it right now. Yeah. Do it. right
0: now. Do it. Somebody just said, you can be a person. I was having a conversation with a cop while I was out doing activism. And um, we were kind of talking along these lines, the same kind of subject matter. And he said to me at the end, he goes, you know, it, during the, towards the end of the conversation, he goes, Sam, look, man, when I take this uniform off, Uh, At the end of the day, I'm a person too. I'm like, couldn't you be a person when you have the uniform on? Does that mean you're not a person when you're in the uniform? Because that's how they act. As just this drone following orders, doing the, the bidding of the empire. As long as they can somehow justify it with the leverage of a paycheck, a job, a Reputation and promise of a pension that's never going to come because the dollar is going to fail and hyperinflate, and these guys are going to be fucked completely when all the government pensions and the whole system goes down because that's part of this too. That's what's coming. Make no mistake, but they don't understand that.
7: You'd rather come in, in and strong arm,
5: no negotiations, That's your yeah. process. That's what
0: they'd rather do. We'll, we'll deliver the message and then you'll comply. And if you don't comply, we're going to tell you that red is blue. And if you disagree, we have a cage waiting for you.
2: Came down here in good faith to try to negotiate with law enforcement.
0: So this is the lawyer talking. He's the the other the third person, third man, or no fourth fourth person behind the bar and with the with the two cops that are visible
8: and with the authorities to try to end this and uh, end this uh, this set of circumstances uh, amicably.
3: And uh, you know, in a, in a manner that is in the best interest of all parties, and I think that you know, you guys are just essentially uh, saying no go, and it's uh, it's a very clear what, what
5: message. here today is a message. That is the message. So other, the message. The message. It's
0: not a message. It's a threat. Move or cages, kidnapping, ransom, and cages. Uh, they call it arrest, bail, and jail. But if I did it, if you did it, that's what it would be. When they do it, they have magical words that only apply to them doing the same things.
7: that we don't want We're not. Absolutely, this is a two-way communication. But you're not making it a communication. You're saying you are moving now.
5: That's not. That is not
7: communication. That's demanding. So that's not the message that i
5: said,
0: Someone's asking, shouldn't the cops be wearing masks? That was my question that I, I wanted to ask earlier uh, to Super Spreader. In all these videos, like I'm not seeing masks anywhere. So I'm, I'm guessing the the restrictions have come down. If somebody can answer me in chat, that would be great. That was, that was something I've just, in watching all these videos, I'm like, where are the masks?
5: Okay, we've listened to you. Greg's trying to tell you the message. So I just want to make this clear. And then we can talk to your legal representative and see if another option becomes available. But we need to deliver this message, and in return, right. we have heard you, and we will deliver that message back to our side. We, thank you. we thank have you. heard you.
0: We have heard you. Right? What did they tell them? We're. This is bigger than us. We're here fighting for you too. We'd like you guys to join us. We'd like to work with you. We're going to stay here. We'd like to find a way to make this work to where we can get what we want and y'all can get what you absolutely bare minimum need. We're engaging in good faith efforts and we want to talk to the supervisors because that was one of the other things that they conveyed in this conversation. We don't want to talk to you guys, we want to talk to the supervisors. Now, listen to his summary here.
5: But the communication and direction we've been given is this. You, if you do not wish to be here or do not wish to have your truck impounded and be arrested, you are being given the option to move out to your vehicle and leave.
0: We're going to have to ask you to leave now. And of course, by asking, they're just leveling a threat. And if you don't, they're going to make you leave. So, you know, if I ask you for your purse and then you choose not to give it to me and I take it from you, and hurt you if you resist me taking your purse? Am I really asking you?
5: Once we start enforcement action, people will be arrested. Trucks will be impounded and seized.
0: So we're going to drag you off to a cage, and we're going to tow your shit, and we're going to steal it from you and not give it back to you.
5: That is the message we were told to deliver, so we're delivering it.
0: This is why they're called road pirates. They go up and down the highways and byways looking for opportunities to extort money from people. Now, cops do some good things. Don't get me wrong. I've been out there as a volunteer firefighter and they help people. We've watched the plane where they pulled the pilot out right before the train comes in and hit, fucking heroic. They chase down bad guys, violent people who have actually harmed someone. But the problem is all of these victimless crimes where a file folder, the state of fill in the blank, is the supposed victim that's been harmed when really it's just an attempt by them to control you and extort money from you and tell you what you can and can't do. And part of this whole process is they want to blow this out to every single minute decision you might get to make. Why do you think they want visibility of all transactions over $600 in a year between two parties? That was the same thing that was in the fence letter that I sent it, you know, sent my 30 page response to that ended with the quote from the matrix. Neo talking to the computers on the phone saying, I'm going to tell these people the truth, and where we go from here is up to you. A world without borders and controls, without rules and restrictions. That's where we're going. There is a more just and compassionate society waiting for us. On the other side of this, if we choose to evolve instead of revolve, because if we just revolve, have a revolution, Great. That means we circle back around and do this this shit all over again. In another two hundred years, our children's childrens will get to fight this battle all over again because we weren't smart enough to recognize the problem. This is the problem right here.
5: In return, George, correct, George, yeah. we will deliver your message that that is not what you want to do. That you have no intent to comply. What what we want.
0: So mm, <laughs> they laid all this stuff out and what's going to go back is they absolutely refuse. You have no intention of complying. They basically told us to fuck off. <laughs> Thank
7: like, you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. God,
3: these people.
7: Is communication on a different level. We, we want communication on a non-demanding. Like whoever your authorities are, they need to talk to us. This this is unnecessary. You guys, I understand you're doing your job. We're doing I, I'm I'm not at my work. I'm here, I left my work behind to stand for you guys as well. So just come in here and just demand and we're forcing this, that's not the right thing to do. We want to do this together. But let's do this been doing together. That for two Get years. your authorities to come and sit down with us. Okay. We will communicate.
0: So there you go. There's their dealing with it. They just don't care. Oh, something happened to chat. Hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> there, that will come back, I assume. I wanted to see if I could find, there were a couple things here. Oh, here was Cliff's suggestion. Relay an idea. Everyone needs to start honking. You drive by City Hall, give them a honk. Drive by the vac station, give them a honk and the finger. Drive by the mayor's house, give them a honk. Drive past an office full of government bureaucrats, give them a honk. Drive past a bank building, give them a honk. Drive past evil like the Gates, Russell, Allen Foundations, give them a nice long blast of the horn. All right, there's a couple of y'all that want to jump in here. Let's go to hold on who was up first i think sweaty zeus i mean hey what's going on tonight
8: hey sam how you doing man
0: good wait i might have two of you sweaty zeus Uh-oh. is that you okay no you're good
8: okay all right um I, I came in a little quick. If you want to let the other guy go first, that's fine. I was still kind of gathering. My oh, mind, he might have so.
0: just dropped off. So, I, sorry. I can um, go. It's fine. Okay, it's fine. Or I can come back to you if you want.
8: Yeah. So I I think you really hit it on the head, man. With these police, uh, the the reason that they're being sent as messengers
2: mm-hmm.
8: is because the their their superiors can't sit down with these people. I mean that that's when they're going to look unreasonable. So they put these, you know, they put their minders in between. They're the buffer. I mean, and these people are right. That's why they need to get them, um, get them out of the way. Because you know, once they sit down and you got a politician in there sitting with them, uh, you know, and cameras recording that, it, it it's, it's all over. It, yeah, but you know, it, it has the potential to go towers, very bad
0: for them. Is is I think why they're so uh, reluctant right. to do it.
8: And not physically, you know, obviously, mm. but you know, as far as the optics of it. So See, um, that's
0: why the media is so important and why it's so critical that, um, to like recognize how much power and attention they've lost. People have stopped believing in them and are seeing like all their games have been exposed and they're coming out and, and the normies are becoming more and more aware of how they're manipulated. Um, and, and, all of these things, these components kind of falling apart is, I think should be terrifying to them.
4: Right. Right.
8: Uh, I, I wanted to also, um, just call the attention. Um, I, I don't know how familiar you are with Dell Bigtree show.
0: Oh yeah. Do you ever I, watch it or- I, um, I met them. I went down to one of the vaccine rallies and I met, I've set up right next to his camera crew. And i uh, okay. chatted with them briefly and I've started watching the show. Um, I don't watch all of them, but I've seen many of them. And I've also cut several clips uh, of interviews and things. He gets some really great ones. And I've talked about uh, the Gert Vandenbosch interview that they put together where he walked right. through Gert's whole theory. That was excellent. The, those guys. The,
8: um, the one he did, I think it came out yesterday. I forget the guy's name, but he developed an ag- algorithm. Uh, that the banks were using. Okay, I got it. I I was trying to pull this up. That's what I wanted to communicate with you. Okay. Um. Yeah, with Martin Armstrong. Are, are you familiar with him? Yeah,
0: I think so, yeah.
8: There was a documentary about him, um, about, uh, I guess you wrote it out. He was like back when computers were using vacuum tubes and all really? that. This is on topic. I'm not trying to derail you here. Um. But it was like an hour-long interview, and oh my God, anybody listen to this, I, I suggest... You know, I, I've never really watched Dell Big Tree." I just stumbled on it last night because they were talking about Rogan and things. Uh-huh. This was a, it was the best interview I've ever heard. Okay. I mean, and I've been listening to this stuff for years. Um, he went into the pensions and how it deals with, uh, you know, that's really okay. the problem yeah. here. And the EU's out of money, and they don't know what to do. So that's right. why Schwab's still on this reset, and they're trying to make it look like, you know, hey, it's done for the people, but it's really to save their mm-hmm. ass. Mm-hmm. And um he he goes into, you know, and he actually talks about in the 90s, he was uh, used back then to help pick who was going to run for president. And, you yeah. know, he said, oh, Bush was the first time they told me this is the president. And, you know, it's funny because that's what I hear is, you know, the first election that was really messed with as well. Uh, just a lot of things put together. But, man, he he lines out Schwab, Gates, and Soros and all their individual, um, you know, things that they handle how they work together you know it it, it, it was it was uh, and you can tell you know he's, he's very knowledgeable on these subjects and man that was the best thing i've ever seen as far as understanding the whole picture
0: okay yeah so, i'll check that out for sure i used to listen to a guy named bob chapman who is a gold and silver guy he was former cia did some i think shady stuff you know uh, and he right. had some really great insights like that too, and talked about this uh, ju- debt jubilee that they'd have to have to bring everyone together and kind of wipe the table clean. And
8: yeah, right. yeah.
0: So that, that sounds interesting. It
8: does seem like the more the more we look, you know, and and he talked about HSBC and what happened with that in the 08 crisis and how it all relates. It, it's pretty wild, man. Uh, Good. But it does make a lot of this make more sense because you know, I, and, and he talked about, you know, depopulation is part of it. Yes. But it, it's more immediate than that. They are terrified that when this crashes, you know, <laughs> people are going to be looking for the culprit. Yeah. And then they're going to put two and two together. So,
0: yeah, exactly. Um, and, and Cliff, it sounds like Cliff, Heisel data, from Cliff Heisel Chicago's. data used to, uh, would talk about, some of them going into their hidey holes and never being seen again. Like they go into a bunker and they can't come out cause you know, people will hunt them down. Um, and some of them being like their houses looted and they drag, drag them out and burn the house and do all sorts of unspeakable things to them. I think some of that is yeah. coming for a lot of these people. And, and like you better hope it's something like Nuremberg because the street justice is going to be vicious.
8: Yeah, that's not what I'm ho- I'm hoping for like you said like a Nuremberg type situation. Mm-hmm. Um cuz all that to I me, mean, you know, when it starts getting to street justice and all that, it never ends up being put back together the right way. So, I I think Nuremberg obviously there was yeah. a lot of And like I would trash say, with how that ended, but I know I know where you want things to go with more decentralized. And yeah, I agree exactly. with that, but there's always going to be people manipulating the street justice aspects and taking over. And that's, that's what kind of scares me. Here's the problem Um, though.
0: Like the, the libertarian response to that is, well, if you believe that we need a government to control the evil people, why wouldn't the evil people be attracted to government where they can get away with their evil things? And like, that's what we have today. So the problem is not so much the evil people, but empowering the evil people with this monopoly on violence that they can use to their advantage to the detriment of their enemies. And that creates more injustice than just the evil people in the world, because that's what led us to here in the first place. I mean, this is not something that's happened to one government. This is all the governments around the world telling everybody all of a sudden to drink the Jim Jones Kool-Aid.
8: Right, and that's that's funny you say that too because that's actually what he said in that interview last night yeah. is how cyclical these things are. Is he can predict them down to the day, um, and so uh, just on to I'll, I'll hang up. I know I've gone a little long. No, you're fine. My question is, I, I agree with a lot of libertarian principles, but I am obviously very pro. I'm I'm kind of nationalist as well. Um, I do I do think you know you know governments have to exist in some function. Where and where I disagree is. Um, I say, say we did, you know, all the world decided your idea was the best way to go. My question is, there's always going to be somewhere around the world. that's going to be a government with a monopoly on force. Don't we at least have to have a military to protect? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. from being, if we're too de- decentralized, obviously we can be taken over by anyone. Well, um, can
0: they though? I, I mean, so one analogy is like, We have this society of people now who are not beholden to anyone or any one monopoly group. Like I think we'll have some of those same functions, how they will be implemented is kind of a different, um, It's That's the paradigm shift, right? And and the goal would be instead of police, you have protection services that are more like private security, but, and they don't get that, uh, immunity, that you have with, and we'll get to national defense, but I kind of want to break some, set some, lay some groundwork, I guess here. They don't, they're, they're responsible for their actions. So they're going to be far more careful uh, and so forth. um, and, And because if you don't like them, you fire them and they might go out of business if enough people do that. Like, you know, GoFundMe, if they were a private police force and they did something horrible like they did today how many cancellations would they get and how bad would that affect their business and so it allows these kind of market signals to be sent back um in terms of national defense well uh
8: i mean the weapons yeah, are out there the, the, nukes and all that you know like yeah. that, that's where uh you yeah, can put the genie back in nuclear the bottle question, a little bit.
0: It, that's that, that gets into a lot of detail but There are, like you said, there are consequences to people's actions. So if somebody sets off a nuke and it does get back to them that they're the ones who got it and, you know, people eventually figure it out, they're done for. Um, Could, you know, there are, who knows what kind of like sponsorships or like, how the the world, the communities, because I think that's what it would be more is individual communities defending themselves, uh, going in together to create some kind of mutual defense. Right. I mean, I see right. out in the country, there's one a handful of, um, like people that run large companies out there. There's one in the town, you know, not far from me. There's one out by the farm and that guy comes and uses the fire station sometimes for, uh, like a, public shareholder meeting kind of thing uh, and he donates a lot of money and does a lot of things behind the scenes to keep the community going and so forth. I think we could see something like that and the other point I think that like Dr. Mary Ruart makes in her book is that the when you take the burden of government off you think of all the ways and places that they tax us and extort our wealth Uh, everybody gets a, you know, this massive, massive increase in wealth because the parasites aren't there. And then because of competition, you've got price pressures and so forth, something government doesn't really comprehend. And of course they have racked up $30 trillion in debt, uh, which is just really extracting our wealth and putting it into the pockets of them and their buddies. And that's why these, politicians go in making $170,000 a year, not even a millionaire and come out 10 years later with 300 million in the bank. Not because yeah, they got right. that in salary or they're smart investors, but because they're crooked and they're extorting money uh, f- that's being printed. And, you know, it's basically sapping the wealth of all of our dollars and putting it in their pockets and in their friends' pockets. And then they quit and they go and their family it. Yeah, family members, and then they quit right. and they get, become a two hundred and fifty k a year consultant. This is a whole thing's yeah. such a racket, and it's so corrupt yeah. and criminal because it draws in the corrupt and the criminal. And I don't think that's the optimal su- system, the optimal way to organize a, a peaceful and prosperous society.
8: Yeah, I I, I do agree with you, and I, I do think there's uh. The, If you and I had to sit down and hammer out treaties, I think we could figure it out. It's just that's where I have you know little slight slight questions. Yeah, there's no, uh, and
0: you got to realize there's no system that's perfect. All of them are going to have problems. There's still going to be injustice in the world. The question is, what's the most just and compassionate way? At least in my mind, to deal with those problems.
8: Right, right. Everything's an equal and opposite reaction. Yes, that's one of the biggest lessons I've ever learned. Is there's always a give and a take for everything.
0: That's right. That's right. All right, right. buddy. Appreciate it. I think I'm going to, let me go through the, some of the uh, chat comments here. See if I've missed some things. Uh, I've lost most of the history when it, uh, I think it died on me. Somebody was being a jackass in the chat, telling me to play the video, shut up, stop talking. I'm like, dude, this is my show. And if you don't like it, stop listening. (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's it. Let's wrap it up there. I'm. Um, it's 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 exciting. There are some big things happening, and I I want to make sure you guys recognize uh, the significance of what's happening, not just in Canada but around the world. This is going to impact all of us. This is the narrative. This this is. the right group at the right time standing up to the narrative. And if they, if we support them, if we spread the word, we can't have people that don't know what's going on. If there's people in your life that don't know what's happening in Ottawa, you need to tell them about this. You need to let them know what's happening out there because this affects not just you and I, but our children and their children. This is so important. What's at stake right now. So, and it's, and it's, it's it's going to get harder from here like this isn't oh we win and it's over no the economy is going to crash the dollars are going to the fiats are going to hyperinflate. there's going to be a rush to commodities and hard money things like cryptocurrencies gold and silver food all of it we're in for some a rough patch of road here so y'all need to prepare you need to take this seriously and uh we got to we gotta pull through this one way or another because the alternative is a dystopian nightmare full of controls. You have to get permission. They, they control the money, tell you when and where you can spend it. Oh, you're outside your quarantine zone on an unapproved day. You can't buy this. Oh, we don't like. I mean, you think about CBDCs in the hands of these globalists And you want to donate to WikiLeaks? Nope, WikiLeaks doesn't exist anymore because they can't get any money because the people are controlled. That's the type of absolute um, technocracy, totalitarian fashion. It's a mix of all of it, really. That's why I don't like those labels so much because it's, it's, what is it? The boot, what's the Orwell quote? The boot stomping on the neck of humanity forever. Yeah. That's what we're dealing with. And I say it's time we stand up. I'm Sam. I am we'll catch y'all next broadcast. Patreon.com slash to the lifeboats makes all this possible. Thank you guys to my patrons. I'll catch y'all later.
9: Can't see what's happening by now, then you're blind They said it was to save lives, yeah that was a lie The writing's on the wall man, can't you see the signs? Now they're coming for the children, they just crossed the line They said just give it time, only three weeks and it will all be fine They want you tuned into to that TV every night So that they can implant fear deeply in your mind Now in order to defeat them, yo we need to unite The Ministry of Truth has taken over There's a reason that they chose Corona, yeah Corona means Crown, work it out, man. It's all symbolism from the beginning. They told you a virus of the mind infecting your thoughts. But enough is enough. Now we're saying no more. We see the Trojan horse at the door. This is war. We can't ignore the call. Big Brother's gonna fall. Yeah, we gotta light the torch for you know humanity. Because 1984 wasn't fantasy. George Orwell was warning what the plan would be Now you can see it all in their strategy Yeah, they wanna call us conspiracy theorists But right now we're the ones that are seeing the clearest This is social engineering How many alarm bells have to ring before people start to hear them Serious, ah, can't you see this is deliberate They hand out sanitizers and masks but not vitamins McDonald's stayed open, same time the gyms didn't The only pandemic is cognitive dissonance Yeah, this is totalitarian People are waking up so they need to keep scaring them Declaring new waves and new variants They got tricks up their sleeves so we gotta be prepared for them They choose what the facts are with their propaganda We know what their plans are so they won't get that far, nah You don't have to be Pythagoras to see that this ain't adding up How much until you've had enough, ah Right now it's the last straw Yeah, they're slowly bringing in their passports It's been leading to this from the start Time to look into your heart now and choose what you stand for It's the dehumanisation of the nation Erasing the basic foundations of human relations The emergence of apartheid creating segregation That's the road that they're paving Cos if you're not jabbed, then it's you that they're blaming It's you that is dangerous Mass manipulation coercing you to get penetrated What's the difference between that and a rapist? I think their plot's got some holes They want you to follow rules, but they don't It's a joke, now it's coming to the end of the road It's a fight for our souls How much of your life have they already stole? And how much more will they try to? How much will you turn a blind eye to? Roll up your sleeve and get a free donut to eat. Can't you see they're trying to bribe you? What's really in that concoction? How many adverse reactions till we stop this? How many must die for power, lies and profits? I refuse to just stand by watching. No, that is not an option. What if that was your kid? Maybe then you would start talking. Maybe then you'd see the point. The children need a voice. We need to fight for their future before it's destroyed.